This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1835. Get cracking with English idioms for improvement. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Is it easy for you to tell someone they need to improve? This can be very different depending on the country and the workplace culture. Today, we share four idioms to do this in a native, natural way to strengthen your business relationships. Hey, Aubrey, how are you feeling today? Excellent. I have a question for you, Lindsay. I'm ready. Is it easy for you to tell someone that they need to improve? Oh, not really, to be honest. I struggle sometimes. I think I've gotten a lot better at it, but that's, you know, maybe I went from zero to one. So (laughs) it's so hard. I am the worst. Even my kids where I'm like, okay, this is my role as a mother. I still really struggle. I think it's really hard to do without hurting feelings or being mean or blunt. Mm, It's really hard. And I think there is a gender element here too. We've been talking about gender in the last episode, 1831. We talked about that guy. So go back and check that out. But I am guessing sometimes it's easier, like it's harder, a little bit harder for women the way we're socialized. It can be a little trickier. Yes, for sure, because we don't want to come across as mean or right. bossy. So we have a hard time just, exactly. you know, just telling people it like it is. Yes, <laughs> telling it like it is. I love that expression. So good. What about, here's another question really quick. Do you handle it well when someone tells you you need to improve? Oh. I guess it depends on if I agree with them, right? So Ooh, if, yeah. yeah, so it depends on, you know, if I'm doing something and it's, see, I, I, I definitely take feedback for sure, but if it seems like tone deaf or just not right, I struggle with that. But if they're yes. calling me out on something that is really true and I know in my heart it's true, then I respect that and I'm okay with that. I think I'm the same. Definitely. If I see it right away and I'm like, oh, you're right. I, yes. It's fine. But if it's something I disagree with or I don't see it, then it, right. it's tricky. You're like, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what so are we this getting is going to be really good. good. We're talking about um, some different idioms for mm-hmm. improving okay. and some strategies, actually, if you need to suggest improvement, yes. maybe at work with coworkers, someone on a team, mm-hmm. some strategies where you can do that in a good way so that it's well-received. Yeah. Again, this is a fantastic connection skill. Guys, connection, not perfection, right? That's what we always come back to on All Ears English. But you know, you need to be able to tell someone that they, that they need to get better, right? Especially again, if you're a manager, yeah. if you have colleagues that trust you, they're not going to trust you if you're not able to call them out where improvement is needed. 
Yes. And it is, can, it can be really tricky doing that in a tactful way. It can yes. be easy to be offensive or harsh. Oh gosh, yes. So these idioms are perfect because they sort of take the edge off mm. of that harshness mm-hmm. where you can tell someone they need to step it up. This yeah. came up in episode 1794. We were talking about the word complacent. Right. And this was in the role play saying, <laughs> oh, I need to step it up. Yeah. I also wonder if this is really cultural. I wonder if there's something in American culture where we struggle more than other countries and cultures, right? I think it's probably a spectrum for all cultures, right? It's different. For Um, sure. Yeah. I don't know why. It's interesting. It is very cultural. It depends on a person's personality and how they were raised. And there's so much that goes into it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what's the strategy, Aubrey? Yeah. So first, I love the the strategy of suggesting improvement on something they can actually change. I have a story about this because I think sometimes we don't realize if what we're suggesting they improve is something they can't change. They're just going to feel shut down and hopeless, right? Right. We need to give them actionable steps of something that can be changed, right? Right. Like if if you're right-handed, I'm saying you should be left-handed. You should should work on that, Aubrey. (laughs) Right. You can't change that. So here's an example. My daughter's in driving school, driver's ed. Okay. And the driving instructor was trying to make this metaphor and he was comparing her to an older computer with a slow processor. Oh no, that's terrible. (laughs) Yes. And what he really meant to say was she wasn't reacting quickly enough to be able to do something when she was driving, but Uh. she really just interpreted it as that she was dumb, (laughs) that she was too slow, like her brain was slow. Uh. He just needed to rephrase it and talk about, you know, you need more experience so that your reaction time is quicker instead of his, you know, what he was telling her to improve. She was like, how do I improve that if I'm not smart enough? (laughs) Yeah. Reactions are not about intelligence, right? It's about literally just the stimuli in front of you and just taking an action. And that can be trained for sure. Exactly. So a lot of it's just how you phrase it, right? That Mm. feedback he was giving her, if he could make sure he's suggesting an improvement on something she can change, then, right, if he gives her actionable steps on practice, things she can practice in order to improve that reaction time, she would come away with that feeling like, okay, I know what I need to do to improve instead of just feeling hopeless. I love it. So good. I mean, this week, yeah, we've been talking a lot about reframing things and how important it is the words that we choose, guys. Yes. Again, by the way, don't forget to hit follow on All Ears English to make sure you get more high level episodes like this one, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. Okay, we have a second strategy. Mm-hmm. And this okay. is when often the feedback we need to give. If we can take responsibility of improving something as a team Mm -hmm. and then delegating from there, it's so much easier and less accusatory if Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about how we need to improve. And in some ways, you can sort of let someone take their responsibility of that and you're showing that you're also taking responsibility rather than if someone feels attacked, they're just not going to take it nearly as well. Oh, this is interesting. So you're saying that as a team, we're going to say this is a weakness that we as a team need to improve. But then eventually you're going to have to if it's if it's that one person, eventually they're going to have to get the message, right? Yes. But my thought is if you just come at it directly and saying, Mm -hmm. this is where you need to improve, there may be a chance for them to feel attacked. Whereas if you come from it from a point of like, okay, here's what's lacking on our team. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this 
And I feel like you could do this or what could you do? And then maybe have them come up with that. Right. And you're doing it as a team Yes, and they're going to take more responsibility and accountability. Mm. And I think even if you come up, come at it from that angle where you're sharing what I'm going to do, what the team's going to do, what you're going to do, they feel like a part of the solution instead of the, the problem. Right. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to be called out at work. No one wants to be like centered on in terms of the week, you know, the weakest link or something like right. that, right? We're humans. Like we we, we want to feel like we're doing our best. So try to, you know, I like this approach here, Aubrey, going for the team. Yeah. Yes. And then just the strategy of using these um, idioms to okay. take out the harshness a little. So this is exciting. Here we go. All right. So we're going to get into it now. And so the next strategy is, again, these phrasal verbs that we're going to show you guys in just a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Okay, Aubrey, I'm excited and ready to get into the first one. What is it? Yes. So the first one came up in that recent episode, step it up, which means to improve. So for example, you know, you were late again today, you need to step it up. There's a little bit of playfulness here when you're using a phrasal verb. Yeah, this is fun. It reminds me of dancing a little bit too. And I yes. really need to improve my dancing badly, <laughs> like in the next two two months here. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. Yeah, step it up, right? So, so good. Um, very natural and native, guys. Write that one down. So good. Yes, um, right? You could say, okay, you're getting behind on your goals. All right, let's step it up. Instead yes. of saying you need to improve, which is so much more direct, uh, step yes. it up is this fun phrasal verb. This means like, okay, let's get going here. Yeah. When you say you need to improve, you know what that reminds me of? Like fourth grade report cards, right? <laughs> I think I got oh, yes. like a, a D in, in something in like science or something in fourth grade and it said a big needs improvement on the top and I was crushed, right? I yes. was destroyed. You know, we need to have softer language, but to also be direct at the same time. Yes, right. For that fourth grader, let's first tell them what they're doing right. <laughs> let's yes. frame it in a way yes. that's a little more constructive. Yeah, and our listeners are ready for this. You guys are ready for this higher level of softening, but being direct. So good. Okay, for Aubrey, sure. what's the next one? Okay, the second one is an idiom that we use to mean improve, which is get your act together. This mm-hmm. is something I would say more about myself, right? Oh man, I've been late to work several times this week. I need to get my act together. You can potentially use it talking to someone else, but it would be (laughs) playful, right? A little sarcastic. Your tone would really matter. Yeah. If you did this like in earnest, right? Just not sarcastic. Mm -hmm. It would be pretty. It's too harsh. It would be really harsh. You say your performance is really lacking. Get your act together. Oh, that's harsh. (laughs) That's really harsh. So guys, this one is not to be used 
for anything except for being a little sarcastic and playful. We have to make that really clear for our listeners. Yes, exactly. Or you can say it about yourself. This is a great one to say, oh, I need to get my act together. Exactly. And here's another example, guys. I've received some complaints about you and I need you to get your act together. And again, okay, that's that's the way. <laughs> that's I another would harsh say one, right? Very, that would be, you know, I think honestly it would be a last resort. Maybe we've tried a bunch of different things and this that's is the last point. thing that you try. Yeah, that's a good point because sometimes we we are, you know, beating around the bush and trying to sit and then we realize this person is just not understanding, is just not getting it and I need to be a little more direct and that would work. This is what's that expression like a five alarm fire, right? This is where yes. you, <laughs> you're, you're, this is your last resort and you're about to mm-hmm. maybe fire the person and you are demanding something at this point, but it's the very last thing you go to. Yeah, right? for sure. All right. This third one is fun. Get cracking, which mm-hmm. means to get moving, get started or improve, right? If you, um, I would say this to students sometimes if I came around and they were supposed to be working on an assignment and hadn't started, I'd be like, why haven't you started yet? Get cracking. Oh my God. My dad used to say this a lot. He would always say, get cracking. Uh, you know, awesome. you haven't done your homework yet. Get cracking. You know, I don't know. So exactly. funny. Um, and another example, guys, write this one down. We've got to get cracking or this meeting is going to last another hour. So I like to shorten it and just say cracking, right? And you say yes. cracking and both are okay. Right, Aubrey? Exactly. It depends on where you're from. And sometimes mm-hmm. I will say cracking. It depends yeah, on how fast you're speaking and for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, I, I love this sentence actually, as like if you're in charge of a meeting and people are chatting a little too much at the beginning, this is a great way to get started. That's yep. a pre- that's pretty playful, you know, like, all right, guys, mm. let's get cracking or this meeting is yeah. going to take forever. Yeah, it's nice to be able to start a meeting on that positive kind of playful and fun tone, right? Yes, right. Yes. I love that. Okay, let's do this fourth one. Okay. And it is to get ahead of the game or stay ahead of the game, which means to do better than the competition. Mm-hmm. So this would be more that team mindset for yes. the most part, right? If we'd say yeah. like, in order to get ahead of the game, we need to change our strategy. Right, right. So this isn't quite as much about like reprimanding someone, right? This is more about just really kind of getting that competitive edge in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or we yep. might say our competition is ahead of the game with their new technology. What can yes. we do to to mm-hmm. jump forward here? Yeah, there are so many sports idioms or game-related idioms, aren't there, in the English language? It's so funny. Yes, there are. <laughs> and I could see using this when, if you're talking to someone, lots of times we'll have, you know, these one-on-one interviews where we're talking about goals at work. Yeah. Okay. And this would be a great way to tell someone like, hey, how can you stay ahead of the game? Yes. And you're talking about someone sort of in competition with themselves and their goals, right? Mm, what do you yes. need to do to push yourself a little bit? Yeah. So let them come up with the idea, right? Let people direct their own growth, like professional growth, but you give them the place to do it, guys. So good. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do we have a role play today? Yes, let's do it. So in this role play, we're going to use that strategy of taking the responsibility of improving something as a team Mm. and delegating from there. So let's see how it works in this role play. (laughs) Okay. I love it. We're entrepreneurs here, Aubrey. We own, I love that. We own a cookie delivery company. Uh, What kind of cookies do we make? Like chocolate, Mm. uh, chocolate chip. Yes, chocolate chip for sure. Only chocolate chip. That's our (laughs) play. And a competitor has started to encroach on our business. Okay. That's not good. What does that mean for a bonus for our listeners? That is a fun bonus vocab. It means like to intrude on your territory, on on your rights. So this other cookie company is taking our business, taking Mm. our clients. All right. We got to do something about it here. I'm ready. 
All right. Now that Sweetums has started stealing our customers, we need to step it up. Yeah, we'll have to get our act together if we want to stay in business. We could definitely get cracking on production. I bet we could make twice as many cookies as we do. For sure. But we need people who will buy them. We'll also have to advertise more. We could maybe improve our logo and packaging too. Sweetums logo is really eye-catching. Ah, good point. A good logo could really help us get ahead of the game. I'll start working on that right away. Sounds good. I'll brainstorm ways we can advertise while I make more cookies. <laughs> That's scary. It sounds like I'm the designer here. Ooh, not good. I hope that you're good at making <laughs> I mean, cookies. Be a great because, designer. Yeah, it is know. interesting if you think about this as, you know, if if you're the one that created our logo and maybe it's a little um, old fashioned <laughs> and this new company has this bright, catchy logo. So my yes. goal here is to tell you that I think you need to redesign our logo, but uh-huh. I'm really doing this in a roundabout way because I feel awkward telling you that I don't like the logo you designed. Mm, interesting. <laughs> but, but now I'm going to go and design another one, right? And it yes. could be, but it, yeah. So there's a lot Let's of hope ways it's to better. do this, right? So you're hoping, <laughs> you're hoping. And if it comes back sorry, something just fell. Um, If it comes back and it's not good, we're going to have to go around again, right? And come back and be a little bit more direct. Let's go back through this role play, Aubrey, and see what we said. All right. So the first one I used is step it up, right? Now Mm -hmm. that this other company is taking our customers, we need to step it up, meaning we need to put in more effort. Yeah. And then I said, yeah, we'll have to get our act together if we want to stay in business, right? Yes. Get it and this is a great one to use when we're talking about us or myself, right? If you mm-hmm. just said, yeah, you need to get your act together. <laughs> too harsh. <laughs> Not good. Way too harsh. And then what did you say? And then I said, we could definitely get cracking on production, which mm-hmm. would mean producing more cookies, right? Get cracking, do yes. do it more intently, more mm-hmm. time put in. I said it. We yes. could have twice as many cookies as we do. Right. And again, as we said, you can say get cracking or get cracking, just depending on your mood and who's around and how much fun are you trying to have, right? Mm-hmm, um, sure. Like I said, when my dad would say get cracking, he was kind of joking around a little bit. Sometimes when we shorten these words, we're kind of joking and having fun. Okay. That's so important sure. to know. Yeah. Yes, exactly. What else? Mm-hmm. And then I said, um, I was talking about the logo and you mm-hmm. said a new logo could really help us get ahead of the game, which mm-hmm. means get ahead of our competition and yes. steal some of those customers back. I love it. Now we're going to go design a new logo. I wonder if that's the right decision. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll Who see knows? how the cookie <laughs> company does. All right, Aubrey, this is good stuff. What's our takeaway for our listeners today? Yeah. So you guys need native natural ways to tell someone to improve. I know Mm -hmm. this is a a reality for a lot of you that you're needing Mm -hmm. to talk to someone on your team about something they could improve. These idioms are great to take the edge off a little bit. And there are so many different strategies. It really depends a lot on who you're talking to. What's the situation? It's going to be different every time. Yeah. And just pay attention, guys, to your company culture and the country culture you're in uh, mm-hmm. and, and offer your feedback in a way that's similar to who you're working with. Right. I know in certain mm-hmm. countries, certain companies, it's going to be a lot more direct. So you may not need to go around three times. Right. You may need mm-hmm. to go twice around to get to that directness. And other countries maybe more indirect and you need to go around five times before they get the point. You have to adjust to the culture. Right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. Right. You have to be ready for that and have a good understanding of the culture and have the language you need, like these idioms. If you're not aware of them, then you can't use them in these fun ways. 
Yeah, I love it. Such good stuff. Guys, go ahead and hit follow on this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun, as always. so fun. See you next time. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.